the great Jim Nance always says, hello friends, welcome or welcome back to my podcast, the Down Baz Power Hour. It is episode number two. It is Labor Day. I am sitting down at my laptop. It's 1.30 p.m. Got a couple of cough drops in my mouth, making sure uh, the throat stays uh, moist, if you will, during the interview. I know a lot of people don't like that word, but um, you know, it's true. You, I don't really like having a dry throat when I talk because then I pay the price for it later. Um, so you know what? Preventative measures, baby. That's all that matters. Um, so I know the first episode was a bit of a mess, but everybody who kind of messaged me and was like, ah, oh, this is great. I love this concept. It, it means a lot. You know, this was kind of just like a spitball idea one day. I was like, you know, I'm going to restart a podcast and you know, look, the numbers might not be great and I'm not expecting them to be great, but just the fact that people are like actually listening and like messaging me about it, like I said, that that means the world. So, um, I should probably say this now because I didn't really say this in the last episode. A couple things: um, make sure you follow me on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Just kind of like the subscribe button. It is your best friend. It helps me um, see who's following it. it helps with analytics. Um, it also just helps push my podcast to other people allegedly. Um, you can also leave a five-star review. I would love to see what you're thinking about this. Um, or or one-star review. Maybe this could be the worst podcast you've ever heard, and for that, I wouldn't even blame you. So um, do both of those things. Um, the links to my Instagram for the podcast, I usually just post when episodes come out. I'm not like doing a lot of story posts or whatever. Uh, the Instagram for that is at uh, d- uh, Pod, excuse me, and that will be linked down in the show notes as well as my Twitter feed, at the Baz Machine. I'm posting some funny stuff on there from time to time if you want to keep up with my life in that sort of sense. Um, but yeah, no, that's all I really had to say. Um, and I guess, really, if you want me to talk about something, maybe I'll do something with this in the future where I have uh, viewers, or listeners, rather, um, email me stuff to my uh, personal podcast email, and I'll, I'll answer it to the best of my ability if I'm even licensed to do that. But hey, maybe a fun thing. But if there's anything that comes on your mind, shoot me an email, downbazpowerhour at gmail.com. Wow, I just really cannot talk today, guys. That That is that is embarrassing. Downbazpowerhour at gmail.com. Once again, that's the email. Okay, it's been two and a half minutes of me talking about absolutely nothing. So uh, this week, I actually have some stuff to talk about. Um, for me, it was the first week of classes. Um, and it was, you know, fine. Like, I'm not nervous about any of them. I'm not worried about any of them. It's just, you know, syllabus week, it's always overwhelming. It always seems like, oh my God, it's so much work. And then, you know, once you sort of get, you know, four or five weeks in, you're like, this ain't so bad. So, um, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a a better semester for me in terms of like class, just class like enjoyment because like these past couple years, like for my major, because I've done most of the prerequisite work, like for example, I'm doing a podcast right now. I did a podcast for two years. I've done YouTube for two years. I've done blogging for, you know what I mean? It's like all this stuff has come as like easy to me. And you know, the skill level in this major, no, no knocks to anybody. It's just the skill level between people is just much lower than I would have anticipated. Like there are some people who have never shot video before you know, never done a podcast interview or just any kind of like real sit down live interview, if you will. Um, And not that I'm sort of like critical of that, like, you know, not everybody has those same interests. And to be fair, there are a lot of incredibly talented people that I'm very fortunate to work with on a daily basis. But it's just interesting, like, 
you know, like for a comp sci major or for, you know, nursing's huge here at Loyola, right? It's like there's like kind of at least a baseline where you should be at if you're going into that major. Like obviously you've had to take like anatomy, biology, like even like an AP biology or, a, you know, a higher level chemistry, whatever. So, so just just general classes and an understanding of like what you're going into. But, you know, for journalism, there really isn't that because not a lot of schools have school newspapers or any kind of publications like that, or maybe more than I'm thinking of. But regardless, it's not as easy to get involved with journalism as it is with other stuff. So I guess it it makes sense, but I don't know. I I was just kind of surprised. So back to what I was saying, this semester should be very fun. I'm taking some classes that are interesting, should be good. Um, For me, at least, you know, I'm, I'm excited to finally be learning some new stuff, if you will, instead of having to do the same shit I've done for four years on my own. Um, again, in college. Um, but it's fun. You know, one of my, my classes, it's featured in opinion writing. It's taught by like some guy who's like verified on Twitter, 90,000, big columnist for USA Today, super cool guy. Um, I think that's probably gonna be like my most fun class. Also kind of hard because like, um, you know, the class only meets once a week. Um, and it's like 415 to 645, which is not like the worst. I mean, last semester sucked because I had like a 7 to 930 downtown once a week. And those once a weeks are always tough because you've got to get like so much more work done. It's not like, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know, where it's like, oh, you know, show up for 50 minutes, do this homework, come back for Wednesday. You know, it's like, here's all of the assignments for the week. And it's usually, usually bigger assignments, I would say, um, because again, you're only meeting once a week and you know, that kind of gets a little overwhelming, but Hey, you know what? I'm ready for the challenge. If I got through an intro to video production class taught by the most stickler motherfucker around, made this class hell for me. You know what? I think I can make it through a feature and opinion writing class just the same. Um, but at least the guy's nice and he's funny for a change, you know? Um, and then like my broadcast news writing class is taught by like some like NBC anchor or something. I don't really know too much about her, but she seems super cool. Really nice. Um, and then my other professors are interesting. I'm taking like a human values in literature class, which is not what I was expecting. Um, this, this woman is like uh, a graduate student at Loyola and she's specializing in like medieval literature, like just general, just like middle ages, like philosophy, anything like that. And I'm like, oh fuck. Cause I'm not a big science fiction guy. I'm not a big, like, you know, medieval guy. Like we had to read King Arthur, like my freshman year of college in some history class and I hated it. Um, and even just like philosophy and academia is just really boring to me. I'd much rather watch like a YouTuber explain it to me and it would probably be more interesting than like babbling on about like, well, you know, this Descartes guy, you know, he, he, he thinks knowledge is a justified true belief. Uh, well, we don't know that, right? <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's just not, it's just not as interesting to me. And the fact that I'm going to have to be doing this for 15 weeks and it's a writing intensive meeting, uh, some pretty big papers. I think my final is like a seven to 12 page research paper about a topic that I'm not super skilled in. It's like, fuck me, dude. So, you know what? I just, I would much rather write, you know, a paper or do a project than take an exam and have to study for it because, I don't know, at least in my personal opinion, I don't think it is valuable to teach people to take tests when that's not really life, you know? Like, it just, it just doesn't demonstrate your true knowledge, right? Because, you know, last semester I had to take a poli-sci class and an anthropology class and I hadn't had to take an exam since like my freshman year of college. So I was like, oh, 
So I actually have to study now and because, you know, we're not online and, you know, God forbid I say I cheated in online school. Oh, you know, I had some notes open during an exam. God forbid. Um, you know, like you actually have to study and you have to show up to these exams and be prepared. You know what I mean? It's like that's that's just the name of the game. Um, so that, that was just not my thing to do is like, you know, study like two days before the exam because I'm not one of those people who can like, you know, take all the notes, study them every day. Like I'm somebody who likes to have everything in front of me and I just study it all so it's fresh on my mind because like, you know, after, you know, a whole like four or five weeks of material, you sort of tend to forget over like stuff you learned in the first week. But it's like, you know, if you have it all in front of you, like, you know, couple days before, it's like, okay, I can understand this, I can apply it, etc., which doesn't really seem logical, because you, you study it two days before, you vomit it up on the exam, and then completely forget about it, so that you can put in all that new information, feed yourself that stuff, vomit it out again for the next exam, you get, you get the picture here, I don't want to use the word vomit again, but um, you, you get my picture, like I said. So, you know, papers are fine, but, you know, maybe a 7 to 12 page research paper on some kind of Medieval text might not be my thing, but you know what? I can make it work. I can make it work. Um, and then I'm taking a sports broadcasting class, which should be really, really fun because I, I, I love sports and it seems like we're going to have like a lot of cool guest speakers. Like I think like the athletic director or assistant athletic director at the University of Georgia is coming. Just a bunch of old guys because this guy's old. So it's like, you know, just like people he like knows. The guy who's like the play-by-play voice for the Chicago Bears on the radio. That's going to be cool. Like, the Atlantic 10 commissioner, because Loyal is now in the A-10 um, for basketball, and, I mean, any any sport for that matter. Um, some guy who's, like, an ESPN, like, basketball analyst or something. I It's just, it's cool that we're going to, like, actually hear from, like, sports professionals for a change, because we really haven't had a lot of, like, guest speakers in my past classes. Really, you know, like, maybe, like, one or two a semester, but it's not, like, you know, every week we've got somebody coming in from the field to really talk about, um, you know, what they do, because I feel like that's sort of another really cool thing about being a journalism major is you get so many more, like, professional connections. I guess it's the same with, like, business and stuff, but you have people coming in and, like, kind of telling you what is going on in the field, and they can give you a good idea and answer your questions, and, you know, it's just a good networking opportunity, and I'm really thankful that I'm a journalism major, because, I mean, I couldn't imagine being, like, a biology major, right? Like, what kind of fucking guest speaker would you get like yeah we've got dr steve smith from the university of uh uh i don't even fucking know i'm blank let's just say harvard johns hopkins a big medical school coming in to talk about like the the increase in scrotal skin on a fucking rat like how right i mean it's like how, how that's changed over time it's like that's not as interesting but i mean for people who are in the major it probably is or maybe not who knows but my point is i i like being able to hear people who are in the field or have worked in the field talk about their experiences because you learn a lot that you don't really get from a professor or just different things that a professor would teach, you know? So that's why it's cool to be um, just in that field and um, dealing with that. So that's it for first week of classes. Is Oh, no, wait, hold on. Okay, that was really fucking funny. So on Thursday of last week... Um, I, so my classes are weird. So I have like an 1130 to 1245 in the broadcast studio downtown. And then I have a one o'clock to 215 immediately after. So like, you know, I can't really eat. So I kind of just like eat something quick, like a bar or something like in between my classes. 
and I'm like walking around and, you know, I go to the bathroom and I see my professor. He's like at the urinal and his pants are completely pulled down. Like he's some like eight year old kid who like, like, I mean, like once you get past that age of like, again, seven or eight, don't do that. Like, come on. Like you really had to pull your pants all the way down. I saw this dude's bare ass. He's like 70 years old. And I, I was about to start peeing next to him and I was on the verge of like, breaking down and hysterically laughing so i had to like leave the bathroom like just walk around for a couple minutes till he was gone and then just go back in like it was so just like unbelievably weird that i had to see that and the fact that this is this is the guy who seats everybody alphabetically and because my last name begins with a b i'm right at the front of the fucking classroom so i have to sit next to dude pretty much every day for 15 weeks after I've seen his bare ass taking a piss, it's just, I mean, it was just nasty. He's just kind of crabby too, so, um, you know, it'll just be kind of even making it worse. But <laughs> regardless, um, it was just a very funny little anecdote from the week. That's probably the funniest thing that happened. Um, but speaking of weird kind of funny things, I, I, I guess a nice segue here, if that even counts as one. I, I have like a really weird, like, skin problem that's been bothering me for about three weeks. So that's going to be a whole, whole nother story here. Um, basically, what, what happened was, so in, like, like, late July, let's say, like, I had one week left in my internship. Um, I woke up one morning, I had, like, a sore throat on one side, and I was like, you know, okay, this is fine. Like, it's not a big deal. It wasn't, it wasn't COVID. Like, if, I mean, if I, thought it was COVID, I obviously wouldn't go into work. I'm not like one of those people that's like, yeah, you know, I think I have COVID, but I'm still going to go into work. Doesn't matter. You know, I want to be safe and respectful, but it wasn't like a serious thing. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go into work, whatever. And, you know, I'm working like 12, 13 hour days. So like by the end of the day, like my throat like was like dead. I mean, like physically I was exhausted. I was dizzy. I was lightheaded. I mean, it was terrible. I had to like drive 30 minutes home because I parked at a dorm that was like a mile away from my apartment. I had to walk home and every step I'm like, oh my God, I hope I don't pass out. Cause I was like, it was really bad. Um, and then I like had a really bad fever that night and then I woke up and like, you know, my tonsils are pretty big, right? Like, you know, in the, uh, in the past, you know, as a kid, I had like strep throat a lot, sore throat issues, whatever. And I look in the mirror and this is the most disgusting. I'm sorry. I don't even know why I'm sharing this on a podcast, but like my tonsils were literally touching. It was disgusting. And I was like, yeah, I got to get this treated. But I mean, I physically could not move. I mean, like my body ached like a motherfucking bitch. Like I was like nauseous. And I had to like get in an Uber because I wasn't going to take the train because like I, you know, motion sickness and being like fucking 50 feet above ground. That certainly doesn't help matters. So... You know, I go to this urgent care place. They test me for strep. They test me for mono. I was negative for both. And they took a throat culture on me. And they're like, come back in three days. You know, we'll see how you are. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's healing nicely. You know, keep taking the antibiotics they gave me. And then, you know, steroids. Um, but then, like, you know, I took it for, you know, seven days. And, you know, I was like, okay, I'm done. I took it. But for some reason, whatever was in my system didn't get killed all the way. So, f- like, four or five days after I stopped taking them, it came back, 
you know, like my you know, same kind of symptoms, same, like my tonsils were like touching again. It was gross. And I, again, no idea what this was. It was just the weirdest fucking virus. I mean, I've ever had, you know, and like they put me on another antibiotic, but this is where it gets interesting. So I take the antibiotic. It's, I believe it's for 10 days and about five or six days in, and I am back home at this point. I drove back home the next day after I got sick. Cause I'm like, I cannot sit in my apartment any longer. Like I'm like depressed. I'm like super sick. And I felt fine enough to drive. Like I wasn't like, you know, physically ill, but you know, I like power the fuck through to get home. Um, I'm glad I did. But so five or six days in, I, I wake up and like my skin is like so ridiculously itchy. And I'm like, well, what the hell's going on here? And then, you know, a couple days later, it's like a full fledged, like rash on my arms. And I, I sort of tell myself like, you know, is this a drug rash? Because I, I am allergic to sulfur drugs, which is an antibiotic. I remember taking it when I had some like staph infection as a kid and I took it and like, I had a huge rash all over my chest. And once I stopped taking it, it was gone. So that's, that's important for later. Um, so then I'm at, I'm, you know, doing my like annual checkup at some like doctor's office and they're like, I show them that and they're like, oh yeah, no, this is a drug rash. And I'm like, great. And they're like, well, you know, give it a week. It'll probably heal. And I did. And it really didn't get better. If anything, it got worse. Like, you know, these highs were like massive. They were super itchy. It got dry and it was just nasty to have to deal with. Like, I mean, I was putting like aloe vera, hydrocortisone cream, moisturize, like everything on it. And it just still wouldn't get better. So after a while, I just had enough. Like it's been, th- it was three weeks and this was Thursday too. So I was like, I, I, I just can't do it anymore. I don't know what the hell is going on. And I never got a clear answer. So I went to my school's wellness center and it turns out I have a fungal infection or eczema on my skin, either as a byproduct of this drug allergy or just, I mean, I don't even know. Like it's, it's so strange. I don't know how I got it, but they're like, oh yeah, it looks like you have a fungal infection, but we don't really know. You should maybe call a dermatologist. And I'm like, great. Um, but they gave me like some antifungal creams and stuff. And that's, that's helped for sure. Um, get everything. Like, I mean, my skin is like significantly clearer. Like, I mean, there's like really no like bumps on it now. Um, so that's really helped a lot. Like finally, I'm not like fucking gangly or whatever. It's like, it was gross to have to look at every day, you know, and like have to cover it up and like not let it, it was just really not sightly. So I, you know, still taking it. I got to take it for two weeks. But yeah, no, I'm much better now. I probably won't have to make a dermatology appointment here because that's like a whole hassle. And plus, like with my schedule, it's like kind of weird and I don't have like all the time in the world to go see a doctor right now. So uh, I guess the problem basically avoided itself. Um, so yeah, that's that's my um, fungal infection for you. I was not going to go into too many details because I'm sure that would be gross and people wouldn't want to hear about all that. But yeah, no, that's that's um, that was fun. Um, but I don't know, man. Just like this past week, I've just been like so like depressed. I don't really even know. Like my mood's better today, definitely. But I mean, these past couple of days, I've just been like, I don't even know. You know, like I've been unusually tired, unmotivated, and I, I just don't know. You know, it's just like I've never, I have not felt this way in a while. Like it's probably like another depressive episode. You know, I haven't had one that's very serious in probably about eighteen months. And that one was like really, really, really bad. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I just feel like so out of it. And whether it's like, again, resulting from like taking these steroids or whatever, like, you know, 
it's like my body's fighting off an infection. I could be tired, but I don't know. I just feel like no motivation. It's hard to do things. Um, so, but at least I'm doing this podcast. That's like kind of like keeping me going, all this other stuff. Um, yeah, but, you know, don't be like, oh my God, you know, this, this guy, I got to like do this to him. I got to do that. You know, I'm just being real, you know, like mental health just is, it's a, it's a real thing. And I'm kind of tired of acting like it's not. Um, you know, for pretty much like 18, 19 years of my life, I never had to worry about it, but you know, I had some things happen to me and, um, here we are. I'm, I'm probably anxious. I'm probably depressed. I probably have undiagnosed post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, so that's all terrific. Um, and yeah, no, I'm, I just like to be real about it because some people just are like, you know, everything's okay. You know, or they're like, ah, I'm so depressed. And they like, they don't really know the first thing about depression, um, but I mean, everybody's mentally ill nowadays, I guess, right? You know, everybody's got it from something or another. I just think this COVID thing's kind of fucked me up. You know, I've just been really cautious about it and not like, you know, done stupid things or really taken a lot of risks because I've just been really conscious about my health. God bless being a hypochondriac. Um, but yeah, no, like I said, I'm just trying to be real and, and share my life with you guys. And that's, that's sort of what's been on my mind. Um, Really, anything else? Um, I went to a party last night. I, I I don't know. Just parties for me. I just feel bad because it's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to this party. You know, I'm going to have a really good time. Like, I'll talk with people for like, you know, four or five minutes. And then they, I don't, I don't know. It's just like everybody else has their own conversations going. But for whatever reason, I just can't keep a conversation going. And I try, but it's just like everybody just is kind of like doing their own thing. And I just feel kind of bad. It's like I'm there. I'm kind of like by the end of the night, I feel like I'm just wasting space. You know, like I'm on, I was on my phone for like, a fair amount of it last night. I just felt like an asshole. It's like, well, you invited me here and I'm just like not really, you know, making it worth your while, you know? But again, I'm just glad I got out of the house and Saturday I went on a nice little walk to kind of just like, you know, cure my depression to some extent. Um, and that helped for sure. And I think just going forward, I need to get out of the house more. Um, I was supposed to go to like some Sigma Chi darty up, like allegedly, on Saturday, because, like, my friends were like, oh, yeah, you should come, but then, you know, they were like, actually, well, you're a guy, so it's probably harder to get in, and I'm like, uh, that is correct, so, and then it was weird, like, I matched with some girl on Tinder, um, and she's like, oh, what are you doing this weekend, and I was like, well, I haven't really done too much, I don't really know how many plans I have, and she's like, well, you should, uh, come to this party that my roommates are hosting tomorrow, and this was Saturday night, and I was like, okay, sure, and the whole day, I heard nothing, you know, and I was like, oh, that, that's interesting. So, uh, I don't know. It's just, I don't get invited to parties super often. I mean, I wonder why, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like, whenever I, I get invited to a party, it's like, I get all excited. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then just, I don't know. So maybe it was a good thing that I, I, it ended up not happening. Cause it was like, it was like a fraternity sorority party, Delta Sig, Kappa Delta, whatever. Um, probably would have been like pretty overwhelming and I probably would not have really fit in with that crowd. But you know what? She wanted me there and I was excited. So, um, it ended up not working out, but Hey, you know what? That is, that is life. Life does not work out most of the time. (laughs) Um, but yeah, really other than that this week, it's just kind of, um, kind of a normal week. I'm, I don't really know if there's anything specific I should be telling you guys about. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll kind of stop it here, you know? Um, I shared a lot, had some some decent some decent anecdotes for you, um, but yeah, uh, thanks again to everybody for checking out this episode. If you've made it this far, um, I really do appreciate you listening to my life. 
um, you know, not a lot of people are, are uh, or I, I at least don't know many people that would. So like I said, if you made it this far, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Uh, I like to think I have the best fans in the world from YouTube and now this. It's just like, it's really great to just know that, you know, people are just out there listening. Um, so I will see you guys next Friday with a brand new episode. Uh, this will be out, well, by the time that I'm talking, it will be up on a Friday, which is um, the 9th. Um, and yeah, and like I said, next Friday, there'll be a brand new episode, um, as always. And you've been listening to the Down Bass Power Hour. This is Baz, signing off. Have a good week, guys. Have a good weekend. Good, good times in general. Here's to that. Peace. Peace.